What's going on, everybody? Uh, here we are, uh, December 21st of December. Uh, I wrote something yesterday called, um, the article is titled, uh, uh, The Bitcoin Bubble in Perspective. Now, look, I'm not calling it a bubble. Maybe I am. I don't know what I am calling it. But I'm calling it a big fucking trend. That's what I'm calling it. Um, and it got me thinking because, I've been, you know, in the past probably week or two, um, people coming out of the woodwork, people I haven't talked to in a long time, and also, you know, just friends and um, family and colleagues who I talk to regularly, um, all started asking me about Bitcoin. Now, uh, people do this every so often. Usually when big trends become mainstream, when they become uh, well-known, you know, when you start seeing them on TV a lot, commercials, um, not just on TV and like mainstream media, but also, you know, uh, a lot of ads on Facebook and Twitter and whatever else for... um, for cryptos and uh, podcasts and you know just just everything it starts it starts to becoming all all consuming um, <clears throat> so you know it's happened a few other times in my short career as a um, uh, as a fund manager um, one another time was gold in 2011 um, when gold was spiking to around 1900 people asked me about that that was the top uh, other times. Um, the other time I can think of is uh, a couple years ago um, when uh, crude oil had been falling for um, you know maybe like a year, year and a half or so, um, you know from around a hundred to thirty, and then people start to uh, uh, you know do the same thing as they're doing today: call and text and ask me about oil. Do I think it's going to fifteen? Do I think it's going to twenty? Blah 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 blah. It's like, uh oh, this isn't good, you know, um, you know, and that surely was the bottom, around the bottom. Um, now I feel like it's, this is just another uh, of one of those types of instances where uh, people are getting more well known. They're starting to talk about it more, get excited, and ask everybody who's in the market, you know, who has a career, you know, has a job within the market. Um, start asking about, you know, what's the topic of the day, which is, you know, Bitcoin and other, other cryptos, um, stocks too. That's, that's the only things, uh, th- those two areas, cryptos and, and stocks seem to be the only, only, um, things that are moving these days. Um, and you know, stocks everyone knows about already. So that's not that cool to talk about right now, right now. The new thing is, is Bitcoin. So, okay. Anyway, uh, so it got me to the point where I was like, all right, hold on. I'm getting all of this inbound uh, traffic here. L- let me just write something and kind of, you know, telescope, pan out, and, and, and put the Bitcoin move in perspective here, you know, because obviously there's been other big, large trends in the past. Um, so I did this, um, you know, wrote a little Medium article um, and uh, just kind of uh, highlighted some of the other big uh, moves over the past, you know, 30, 40 years. And, you know, I definitely didn't get all of them, but I just, you know, quick and dirty, you know, uh, about 10 of them or so. So, you know, what I did, you know, I don't know what bubble means, you know, and everyone has a different definition. So I tried to, uh, use a static, 
definition, not even a definition, just, just looking at a guide. So I was looking at prices, uh, the price percentage above its 300-day moving average. And I use, in this article, I use exponential. You could use simple, doesn't, doesn't fucking matter. As long as it's, you know, kind of like what, what's been the average over the past year or year and a half or something like that. Uh, and you can use, you don't have to use 300, you can use 200, you can use 100, you know, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Um, so, you know, just to walk, you know, through these, just to put, you, put this in perspective and, you know, um, it'd be easier to reference um, by reading this. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll run through them, you know, the different instances, and then I'll recap it at the, at the end and, you know, remind, remind you of some of, the, uh, some of the stats just so you don't have to rewind. Uh, okay, here we go. Um, first one on my list uh, is 2008 crude oil. Uh, at the peak, uh, prices were 50% above that 300-day moving average. Um, this was a monster, monster move. I think prices went from, you know, this was a couple of years in the making, but things started to really take off, probably like around like the the 60 area, then eventually went to 150. So that was a really nice move. Uh, and that was about, you know, it took about a year for that last thrust to occur. Um, but over the next nine months, prices fell 70%, and prices were kind of dead and muted and went sideways for uh, a long time after that. Um, another 2008 canola oil, you guys probably don't know what this is or even care, um, but, uh, it's just an, an agriculture grain market. Um, this, uh, at the peak, um, in early 2008, uh, prices were 67% uh, above the 300 day moving average. Uh, over the following couple of years, prices fell, you know, they went in half, 53%. Uh, so we have a 50% above the 300, now we have a 67% above the 300. 2000 NASDAQ.com bubble. Prices 69% above the 300 day moving average at the peak, March 2000. Uh, over the following three years though, after this bubble, uh, prices fell 84%. 2011 silver. Um, silver's had a bunch, you know, along with gold's had a bunch of, uh, uh, bubble spiky type moves in, in its history. But, uh, latest one was, uh, in 2011, uh, at the peak here, prices were 85% above the 300. Um, prices have, you know, they've fallen over 70% over the following couple of years, you know, into 2014. And even today prices, uh, remain, you know, around the lows. Um, 1980 gold, uh, prices were 150% above the 300 day moving average. That's, that's a big bubble that, you know, see, okay. So we got like a 50 mid sixties, high sixties. Now we got an 85. Now we got a 150. Now we're getting into psycho trends here. Um, but then over the following uh, couple of years, uh, prices fell 70%. And I think I believe prices were down for you know uh, I think like from 1980. Uh, 1980 was the peak. I don't think it made another peak until you know mid 2000s. Uh, so that was a long time getting it back to that high. Um, 1974 sugar prices 160 percent above that moving average. Uh, then prices fell almost 90 percent over the following two years. 
So that's that's a very nasty, uh, obviously reversal. Um, you know, it's, again, uh, you notice a pattern here. We see big bubbles, sure. Big up moves, sure. If you're participating, great. But the 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 pattern in all of these uh, so far is uh, a nasty mirroring decline. Um, over the following couple of years or three years or nine months, whatever whatever it was. All right, so we got 74 sugar taken care of. All right, 2000, I got a couple stocks from dot com. Um, Amazon, 2000. Uh, prices were 80, 180% above the 300 day moving average. That's insane. Uh, following two years, prices fell 95%, virtually wiped you out if you if you stuck with that. Obviously, since then, you've done pretty well. Um, 2000 Qualcomm prices 323% above the 300-day moving averages. Uh, following three years, prices fell 88%. Today, and finally, we have 2017 Bitcoin Investment Trust, ticker GBTC. Um, prices are... As of yesterday, prices currently sit 500% above the 300-day moving average. Um, <laughs> this is unprecedented type of trend. It's even hard to, um, you know, look at the trend, you know, and get a feel. Like I, I, I highly recommend, uh, and I believe I, um, you know, one time I, I wrote another post on on linear and logarithmic uh, charts, and then I, I um, you know, sent it to Ed Sakota, and he put it on his site, and uh, he said the, you know, it's very important, or let's see, he believes it's very important to uh, look at both charts, look at the linear and the logarithmic, so you get a feel, logarithmic, so you get a feel for the drawdowns, and linear, so you can get a feel for the exponential nature of trends, uh, sometimes, um, you know, the, the linear kind of looks like a hockey stick. You look at Bitcoin today, the ones that look like a hockey stick, those are linear charts. The ones that are logarithmic, um, are, you know, you, you get a feel for more of the ups and downs. It's not like it looks like a straight line and then it goes in parabolic later on in the trend. And you don't really know, um, how the early going was for the trend. It is, it wasn't flat and then it came out of nowhere. No, it was moving up and down. It's just that the scale is so big now that it makes that er, those early day uh, price movements um, look like they're flat and not doing anything. That's not the way. Uh, that's not the way it happened. So you know, I, the people that are you know that have been on board this, great. That's that's amazing. Consider yourself, I think, very fortunate um, and lucky to participate in something like this. Because right now, out of all the data that I have. On all stocks, delisted stocks, um, and you know commodity markets and other markets that have, have since been delisted, and um, you know going back 500 plus years, um, I've never seen a bubble like this. I've never seen a trend get so far away from its average, its long-term average, um, like this. And, um, you know, just by using past data to see, you know, 
kind of what happens over the course. You know, things go up and down like this sometimes. Sometimes they bubble, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they get killed. Sometimes they, you know, some take a little longer to, to go down. But they, the, the, the recurring theme is that in these moves, these markets tend to mirror themselves on the way down. They tend to get really, really crushed. Now, that, that may not happen the same way or to the same extent with Bitcoin. You know, it could, and then like I said, it, it can go up. It doesn't mean like, oh, I wrote the article. Now everyone knows my gut says this is, this is probably it or something. No, like, I don't know. I have no idea where this trend could go. It can, there's nothing to say that it can't go to a hundred thousand or two or, you know, 50,000. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I have, uh, I have no skin in this game. I have no position. Um, don't know anyone that has a, has a significant position in it. Um, so I have no, no, um, dog in this fight or no reason to pump it up or something. Not that it needs to be pumped up more than it is. But anyway, um, you know, so if you are trading this and you're just now getting involved, you know, the volatility, you know, many, many um, uh, traders and other, you know, money managers that have, you know, survived over the years, um, put long careers and uh, have real good track records, they're, they're, they are um, they're very good at knowing how to stay alive uh, and they do that by you know like standard you know adjusting positions relative to the recent behavior or the volatility of, of markets you know when volatility is low you know you know some of you guys know this stuff you 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 can tend to have a larger position but right now you know volatility is very very high in Bitcoin and any any trader money manager you know, with extensive experience or has done a lot of research and, you know, knows his stuff, um, is likely doing so and recommending other people reduce their position sizes. Um, because these, these are the instances where you can lose everything. You can effectively lose everything. Even if you lose 80%, like you're, that's pretty much done. Yeah, sure. You don't lose a hundred, but that you could it could be over for you you know because because it's not that like if you held it and it kept and it went back up over the years or something you'd be okay it's you know that that's not really the point the point is that you know how many people held you know amazon during that whole dip and and held you know and, and still held to today or or have been holding for large chunks um or, or since 2000 you know probably not many at all um, because, you know, the money gets real, you know, and you, and you have a big open gain and you want it to be that much more and you just want to ride it. And, oh, you know, I had a hundred thousand in my account and now it's down to 40. Like, all right, you know, once I get, once it gets back to 80, uh, I'll, I'll dump it and it never gets back to 80 ever. And then it keeps bleeding, bleeding lower on you. And then you, because you don't know what you're doing, um, and you're just hoping for the best. You eventually crap out. You eventually lose your discipline and and go against. You change the story. Like ah, oh, you know, you know, I, I didn't want it to go to zero, so I'll just save what I had left. And you know, it's it's to avoid you doing the wrong thing, which is whatever you your the the right thing is whatever you uh, your system says to do. Your strategy is. Um, I understand most people don't even have a strategy. They're just kind of holding and hoping for the best. 
In that case, I don't know what to tell you. Um, as I said in the article, may God have mercy on your soul. If you do not have a plan with this, Bitcoin especially, because things are so volatile right now, uh, I've been noticing prices moving up you know, 10% a day. That's pretty, pretty commonplace. Um, and uh, not just for this Bitcoin, but in general, if you don't have a plan, there's no chance you're going to be able to stick to anything. And that is pretty much a death sentence in the long run for markets. Um, sure, you may get lucky every once in a while, but um, you are dead man walking um, or dead woman walking. Uh, eventually, it's going to get you. And, um, you know, I don't want to see that happen to anybody. Um, so if you guys do have any questions, uh, you know, feel free to reach out to me. Um, you can feel, you know, reach me at my, uh, you know, on, on social media. Um, you know, on Twitter or wherever, um, go to my website and get my email. Um, you go to melasinostrading.com. Um, you know, shoot me an email and, uh, you know, let me know if you have any, uh, questions on how to, how to adjust, you know, position size or how to protect yourself. And I'll show you some simple ways how to do that. Um, and, uh, you know, just don't want to see, uh, you guys get hurt. Or lose any, uh, or a lot of a lot of the open gains that you have by really not knowing what you're doing. Um, it's good to get educated. Good to have a plan. And uh, let me know if you guys need help with that. All right. Well, if I don't talk to you um, before Christmas, you know, those of you listening, Happy Hanukkah. Um, uh, I know that passed already, but um, you know, for those of you coming up, Merry Christmas, and uh, I'll talk to you guys again soon. Okay. Bye.